0: Fans, welcome in to GSU Panther Zone. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in. Lots of fun stuff we get to talk about this week. We get to talk about the first win of the year for the Panthers. Get to preview the It's Hate Week. We know that team down south. They're gonna be in town. It's gonna be a fun game. Now Before we get started, as I am so prone to do, I usually forget to say this. This time I will definitely say that. If you would like to leave us a question, comment, suggestion, uh, treasure map that was pretty popular last week or earlier this week, um, any of the sorts, if you want to uh, leave your research paper, that's fine. You can do so wherever you find a podcast, which is Podcast One. It is Spotify. It is the iTunes Store. It is other places you find a podcast. If there is a place you get a podcast that you cannot find us, let us know. We will remedy that very, very shortly. If you would like to send an email to the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number three, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook, whether that is Impact Media, Jeremy York, GSU Panther Zone. Any of that should find us. If you want to just be able to click a link and listen to the show, any show that you want, whether it's this one or another, go to Twitter, at Team Impact Media. We'll find all these show links. If you want these show links and more uh, stuff we do away from Impact Media, stuff we do with Impact Media, you can follow myself, at the Impact 99 on Triller, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all those. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. If you want to find me on there, that's great. And believe that's everything I could think of. So let's get into some Georgia State football. Of course, they get the win, 31 to 14 over Army. And here's how they did so. You got a career-long field goal from. Michael Hayes, fantastic. It it pretty much started off the uh, scoring drive, or the uh, scoring in the first half. It was, I know you guys are going to ask, it was a 46-yard field goal. Fantastic job for him, uh, for Seth Glauser, for uh, Cade Loggins, everybody on the special teams crew. Fantastic. You guys have uh, rebounded and kept it solid, and good job. You get the uh, fourth down near the red zone late in the first. The conversion is good. Uh, you get a second, fourth, and one. I uh, get stopped. And uh, Army takes over late in the first. You are up three to nothing at that point. We move to the second, where there's an early Army punt that uh, they shank to the right. I mean, Wow. I, I don't know what happened. It's like the thing had a remote control on it. It just, it went wide quickly. That led to Georgia state first and 10 on the army 38 Granger ended up with the keeper touchdown, made it 10 to nothing with 11 minutes to go in the half. Um, army was a lot more forceful following that uh, scoring drive. As far as uh, uh, really pushing into the GSU efforts and, um, you got the fourth and eight, where uh, Army gets stopped by Georgia State defense. We're gonna get some. We're gonna get some comments from Coach and uh, Star Defender Jordan Jones here in a minute about that one. Uh, you get. You get John Williams thirty-three yard run, not John Jam. Can't read my own writing. Jam Williams. 33 yard run makes it 17 to nothing with about six minutes to go. There was an army fumble where uh, Vinziau recovered. Uh, it was the second today that he's had. That moved us to halftime. That is 17 to nothing. Uh, in the third, army was uh, running well early. They punch in a touchdown. Uh, a little bit into the into the third there, making it 17-7. to seven. GSU responds with a si- solid drive that's just one of those grinded-out drives. Leads to a Hayes field goal that, uh, unfortunately, is no good. It goes right off the right upright. That happens, and that sucks. Uh, the Army drive nears the end zone late in the third. It's still 17-7 as we move to the fourth. The Army quarterback gets a rush touchdown to make it 17-14, to 14, and... Unlucky for Army and lucky for us. That is as many points as they scored on the day. As there was a big run by Jam that he fumbled. He was he was trying to do one extra thing, and it just didn't quite work out. Army did recover. Uh, GSU gets pinned in deep. They end up punting from the end zone. Still holding on to that narrow three-point lead. Army gets near midfield. Uh, then you get the tackle for a loss by Clark. My goodness, that... It just stopped Army in their tracks, and that was fantastic. The defensive stop by Georgia State. Uh, There was a fake punt that Army tried. The defense sniffed it out a mile away, and uh, even their head coach, Jeff Monken, said after the game that uh, that was not the right call at all. Uh, Georgia State gets first and ten near midfield with about 3.14 to go. Granger finds uh, Jukraeus Cradle. For the touchdown, fifty-seven yarder there, with uh, about three minutes to go, they're up twenty-four to fourteen. And then the interception by Brakuis Brown—they have an interception in every game this year. That's fantastic stat. Uh, Tucker Gregg scores a fifty-six yard touchdown to make it thirty-one to fourteen with two minutes to go. That would be the last score. That's all we needed, and that is his twentieth touchdown. In his career, that is a school record. And congratulations to him because he will only add more to that. It was a fantastic game to watch. Uh, I hope a lot of you guys got a chance to watch it. If not, go back and watch it. Darren Granger, 8 for 12 for 157 yards and one touchdown because the run game was booming. How was it booming? How about Tucker Gregg? Besides that touchdown, 16 carries, 124 yards. Yeah. They should call him Trucker, Greg. Jam Williams, not to be outdone. He had a rushing touchdown, so did Granger, along with 48 on the ground. Well, Jam had 12 carries for 106 yards. This was the first time since, like, 2019 that Georgia State had a game that featured 200-plus-yard rushers in the game. And I could think for a while, and i tell you who those people were in 2019. But um, just fantastic to get that run game going. We're going to hear a little bit about that in a minute. Receiving wise, Jacquiao's Cradle, two catches for 75 yards in the touchdown. Uh, Jamari Thrash, four catches, 47 yards. Bird and Lewis had big catches as well. Didn't need to throw it much because the run game was doing so well. The fumble recoveries by uh, Jam recovered the one. Or no, he had the one. And uh, Jordan Venzial, proud of Paulyn County, by the way, my home county, he uh, he ended up with the two fumble recoveries we talked about. Defensively, uh, didn't end up with any sacks, had four tackles for a loss. It's because their quarterback was able to scramble. So it's, you know, it is what it is with, with that. And uh, Barkley's had the only interception. Uh, just a just a, a really really solid game that really played out uh, in their favor, and um, and first win of the year. You're one and four. It's the same one and four you were last year. Um, it's really a fun place to be apparently if you're going to do it two years in a row we will see what happens going forward uh now time for some of the press clips we'll start with coach elliott's opening statement about the game and about the overall effort and here is coach now
1: you know a much needed win for our football team i mean it was a it was an awesome day I mean, it really was and our practice this week was was so much better i mean uh, the c- competition just the look and you know, we we improved. We improved, and when you improve and you go out there and you play as a team, you you typically are typically are successful, and that's what was was going on out there today. Um, it was a good way to win. I, I love winning. You know, you you face some adversity there in the second half. You have to really dig down and find out what you're made of. You make a stop. That's you know they had about six inches to go to get that touchdown, and uh, to see our defense rise up and make that play, and then offensively to have the finish. Like we did, you know, the big touchdown throw on the third down, and and then we finished it up with a, with a run, you know, a kind of a, an afterthought with the run there, but uh, just a great way to finish everything uh, in general. Uh, still got a long way to go, but what you saw out there today was really what I'd envisioned seeing for our first four contest, and uh, and and not that we were we were lacking in any of those those areas but you, you saw offensively pulling for the defense defense pulling for the offense special teams i mean everybody was involved today every uh it just it was just a different feel it was a much different feel a lot of confidence on our sideline um you, you can just see it in their eyes uh, and and it led to a victory over a good army football team you know playing up here you know this isn't a this is my first time um uh, ever coming and, and taking place uh, a contest in this stadium and a lot of history here. And I was telling our guys that, you know, these guys have won three national championships and their history. They had won they, they had three Heisman trophy winners um, in, in their history. I mean, you're, you're talking about history, you know, and, and we got to come up here and experience it and defeat that, that history and that army team. And I'm so very proud of that football team.
0: And like he said, uh, just it's fantastic. You get that first win, you're able to uh, really show people what this team is really about. Uh, and then, of course, there's the goal line stand that we talked about earlier. Here is Coach Elliott on the goal line stand.
1: I mean, it, they made the plays. They made the plays when it was when it was needed, and and they had driven that ball down and and. You know the power run inside game with their big old guys and their big fullbacks and and uh, you know at some point in time you and not not we weren't getting pushed around but at some point in time you got to take a stand and they made a stand and now I I, I I don't know what we'll do from here on out but I, I do know one thing that goal line stand may just be the doggone click that we needed because it was marvelous
0: as he said maybe that is the spark that really ignites this team. He felt like it was a turning point. He felt like you could see everybody on all cylinders. And uh, it's, it's just really great to see this team come together, which leads us to the next clip where he talks about how the team uh, rallies around each other. And you didn't see, you saw one solid group. You didn't see one person, not a part of the group. And here's coach talking about that.
1: The game is won and lost by by our football team and by our football players. And, and if you saw us on the sideline, and you saw everyone involved, uh, th- this team decided we were not losing today. And they rallied around one another and pulled for one another, and and won for one another.
0: And then, lastly, on the uh, the famous third and five play, and what Coach Elliott was thinking in making that call, and uh, what his overall his overall intention is as head coach of this football team.
1: He said, "If the shot's there, you want to take it?" I said, "Yes, sir. We're taking it." And the shot was there. Uh, you know, it, and I, I really got upset because we, we hand, handed the ball off, and and of course, you're trying to, to bleed the clock a little bit, gain a first down, and you know, you you, you got to play that game with 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 some guts. You got you got to have that mentality to go out there and take the shot. And and we took the shot today. We should have took it a few more times, uh, and, and probably would have had it. But uh, we were controlling the line of scrimmage, uh, running the football quite well, and and we felt very comfortable doing that. But it was, uh, boy, it's so nice to see that
0: ball go up in the air and land in those hands and running that end zone. As you can hear there, he 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 plays this game or he coaches this game to win. He wants to win. That is one thousand percent what he wants to do, and he wants to develop these young men into uh, great people on and off the field. And I, I think he does a great job of that. Uh, then we talked. We got a chance to talk to Jordan Jones, the standout defender for the Panthers over the weekend. Uh, first thing we talked to him about was the goal line stand, and here is what Jordan said about that: "I
1: definitely, I think this whole game as a whole, just collectively, we haven't played this well in all three phases all year. So, offensively, did their thing. Defense that that's definitely sparked our. I'd say that's the highlight of the defensive game, just stopping on that fourth and one, and um, special teams played." play their tails off and collectively that whole game was the turning point
0: this year. And here of course is Jordan's take on that, uh, what that goal line stand and some of the other calls uh, meant to him and the rest of the team. I've definitely, I think this whole game as a whole, just collectively we haven't played this well in all three phases all year. So
1: offensively did their thing, defense that, that's definitely sparked our I'd say that's the highlight of the defensive game, just stopping on that fourth and one. And um special teams played played their tails off
0: and collectively that whole game was the turning point this year. As you heard, uh, that that he thinks it's the spark as well that could really ignite this team into doing some fantastic stuff. Lastly, that's talk to Darren Granger. You will you will tell his voice is is hanging on. It was a lot of uh, a lot of yelling. He was raising his voice a lot. It is on the road, so the crowd is going to be a little loud when he is on offense. Uh, his voice stays pretty good for this, though. Uh, first thing we heard from him about was about this being the first win together and what that means for the team going forward.
1: You no, know, feeling great right now. Just just coming here and just fighting as a team. You know, we don't have the numbers. We're not at home. We don't have the home field advantage. But everybody just coming together. And that's getting our first win together and just pulling for each other and just fighting for each other, and it just felt great.
0: And then lastly, uh, I was able to ask him about what it meant to get the run game going and that it looked a lot closer, kind of had shades of what it looked like last season when it was uh, booming. And here's what he said about the run game.
1: You know, you know those guys up front, you know, they – they keep it for us, you know, keep the holes open for them with those running backs. So, you know, it's always great to run the ball well because it opens up everything else for our offense. You know, once we start running the ball well, they want to stack the box. Then we get to throw our hitches out there, our goal balls. I've like seen on third and five. So, you know, running the ball just opens up everything in our offense. And, you know, it's great for them to get those yards to make.
0: As you can tell, it's the same thing that I say on here. It's the same thing that you guys say sometimes, too. When you get the run game going here, first of all, the pass game doesn't have to even be that that great that day. It's, it's better when it is. But if the run game is going and they are moving and trucking themselves down the field, this team is very, very hard to stop. And like I said, they get their first win, 31-14, over a good Army team. And we will see what that means going forward. But for now, we are going to take a break or we can hear about our friends at betonline.net. We will be right back. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline where the game starts, and we are back on GSU Panther Zone. I'm Jeremy. The impact York. Welcome back. We just heard from our friends at BetOnline.net. Make sure to go check them out. They do the articles. They do the podcast. They do such a good job of preparing you for whether you're going to wager. You need fantasy football advice. Do you? Um, you just want to sound smart at the water cooler? They give you all that. They do so much of the work for you. Go check out our friends at betonline.net. Now, we just talked about the first win for the Panthers. Great win over Army, 31-14. to Now, let's preview this matchup a little bit this weekend as they welcome in Georgia Southern. This is a rivalry game for sure. And these two teams do not like each other. They are uh, they are state rivals. They try you know years ago, Southern tried to say it wasn't a rivalry. Well, Georgia State currently leads this one six to three. I think or six to four, something like that. They, they currently lead by more than two games or by two games, I believe. Uh, this, is, this is a 50/50 contest according to ESPN's power index. Uh, they actually give Georgia State a slight edge in it. Um, I did not see if there was a... Georgia State is actually a two-and-a-half-point favorite, which means with them being at home, they think this is a pick em game. Ever since Clay Helton took over as the head coach down at Georgia Southern, he changed the philosophy. They used to be very run-first and run-heavy, and he came in and said, no, we're going to throw the ball. We're going to spread the ball around. He gets... Transfer quarterback, forgot where he transferred in from. Uh, Kyle Vantrese, he came from Buffalo, maybe? I know we got it somewhere. Buffalo, yep, Buffalo Bulls. Uh, where he was uh, he was actually there for five seasons but he uh, has some eligibility left he transfers into george southern um, he's pretty good guys he's thrown for 1574 yards he has 10 touchdowns he has thrown seven interceptions which when you get a gunslinger quarterback guess what they like to do sling the ball around they tend to sometimes throw it to the other team so we know what they're going to do out of the gate because their leading rusher has 74 carries for 450 yards and seven touchdowns, that is called a uh, cherry picker or a a uh, goal line hawk. In that, Jalen White is a good runner, but he gets a lot of his touchdowns as short goal line runs, as opposed to big yardage. Now he's good; he can bust out a run. The pride of Daleville, Alabama, he can run. He doesn't need to in this offense because of the way. Uh, Kyle Vantrese, will spread the ball around. His big receiver is Derwin Burgess Jr., who has 32 receptions for 401 yards and three touchdowns. And they are very much going to spread the ball around on offense, which is going to play into a strength of ours when we have Raquel Brown, We have Ant Lane. We have, I mean, name your favorite, DB. And they've been up and down this year, but I have faith in them to start really cracking down on this because our pass rush is going to balance this out as well. If they're going to pass a lot, then our pass rush is going to come after them. And I feel really good about where we can go with that. On defense, Georgia State, I mean, Georgia Southern is not stupid. I, I don't think you guys would ever accuse them of being that. In the same way, they would not accuse Georgia State of being that. They know that there is a four-headed monster known as the four main rushers. That would be Tucker Gregg, Jam Williams, and Marcus Carroll on top of Darren Granger that could all bust out 400-plus yard games and easily take off for 30, 40, 50 yards at a time. They are gonna key in on the run, which is gonna lead to my first key to victory. Let's pound the ball. Let's get them to start keying in on the run. When they do, we're gonna hit Cradle down one sideline, or we're gonna hit Jamari Thrash through the other sideline, or, or we will catch We will catch um, we we'll catch our tight ends over the middle of the field. Chris Bird. There's gonna or catch one of these guys coming out of the backfield and play actions. I think we can very much do that, but I think we need to pound the rock early. We need to pound the football and make them make the choice to try to stop the run game and then use the pass game to beat them. Number two, we've got to stop their passing attack. Not stop it. We're going to contain it. Similar to what I said earlier this this week on up with the white and gold on what they sh- what the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets should do versus Duke is a lot. What Georgia State should do here: use the pass rush to make him make uneasy decisions, make quicker decisions than he wants to. If he wants to spray the ball around, that's fine. But when when doing so, we want to make sure it, he doesn't have the time to precisely put the ball where he wants. We want him to throw into our DBs so that we can get those interceptions, those pass breakups. Uh, Very much we are going to control Kyle Ventrice. That's number two. Number three. I'm going to echo something from that show as well. We need to win the turnover battle, whether that's fumbles, whether that is interceptions, We need to control the chaos. We need to cause our own chaos in causing these interceptions and fumbles and things to happen for Georgia Southern so that we can capitalize. I very much think if we do those three things, then we should get a Panther victory. So once again, key number one, we need to run the ball and really pound running the ball that is going to open up our pass game. Make them commit to stopping the run and beat them. Number two, we're going to contain Kyle Treese by uh, moving him around the pocket as well as making him make decisions faster than he wants to and making him uneasy and off balance all the time. Key number three, we're going to win the turnover battle. We're going to cause more chaos than happens to us. And once again, I very much think if you do these things that this will be Panther victory number two on the year. You will have defeated your rival again for the seventh time, I believe, in school history, and it's going to be a fun game. ESPN 3, this Saturday, 2 p.m., oh, come on down to Center Park Stadium. There's going to be a giant tailgate event up, down, I mean, a bunch of tailgate events, but come down early, bring your friends Tickets are, I mean, I think they're discounted this weekend. I'm not sure, but they're always, always available, uh, for, especially for students. Come down. Let's pack the place. Let's, let's scare those Eagle fans that decided to make the trip to this game. Let's scare them, right? Let's do that. Let's pack the park. But 2 p.m. on ESPN3 or at Center Park Stadium, if you are so inclined. I'll be down there. If you see me, say hello. You guys know how it works. If you see me and you are so inclined to want to take advantage of this, get my attention. We will take a selfie. We'll get you to throw it up on social media and tag us in it, and I will send you swag from the show. We're working on some new stuff, but I will send you swag from the show, or I'll bring it to you at the next game. However you want to do it. But that's going to do it for us this week on GSU Panther Zone. Shout out to all you amazing Panther fans that make it so much fun each and every week to not only cover the team, but to come on here and talk Georgia State Panthers. I've been covering the team since, honestly, the last game of 2015, but fully since 2016. So I've been around a while. I've been able to see the ups and downs here recently. This is such a fantastic university and team that I want you guys to enjoy it as much as I do. Maybe enjoy it more. But that's going to do it for us this week. Shout out to all you amazing people once again. And we will see you guys at the park on Saturday. Deuces, gooses. Go Panthers.